Hey, Pot Like Holders. It is I, Eric Anderson, one of the the three hosts of Pod Like a Home. Uh, yes, we have a new episode coming out. We're going to be talking about Year Zero. Um, we're going to have a very special guest on for that episode, and I'm very much looking forward to talking about it. And I'm listening, you know, to it right now. It's July 4th, and not to be too dramatic, um, there's not a lot. There's not a lot to celebrate about America right now. Um, in a weird kind of synergy, it lines up with Year Zero pretty well. I mean, we have prisons for families, immigrant families. We have uh, rights, civil rights, for many groups of people being stripped away. Uh, kind of terrifying, uh, guiding us through fear, um, uh, molding, uh, a president's molding society through fear. It's terrifying. Uh, so well, I'm not going to get too much into that, but it's just, it's just interesting. So there's a lot of uh, world building that happened that, that Trent Reznor and company did when they, when they made the album Year Zero. And uh, I'm going to talk about the stuff that lines up with the songs. And if that doesn't sound interesting to you, this is only a bonus episode. You don't have to listen to it, but it becomes kind of fun. And as you listen to the album, you'll wonder which perspective, which character that they, that they came up with is this song uh, about, or at what point in the Year Zero history is this song taking place? Trent Reznor and Rob Sheridan, uh, who handles a lot of his you know, art design, along with uh, people over at 42 Entertainment, uh, World Built. And they are even credited for world building in the album. You know, Year Zero is a concept album that you know, tells a dystopian, almost sci-fi tale uh, in the far-flung future. But it was also an augmented reality game and was in works to become a series at HBO. There's so many good ideas crammed in here, characters, events, an entire timeline. And while you don't need to know that stuff to enjoy the album, I mean, when it came out, I didn't know that stuff. You have to really dig. In fact, even for my research for this, I haven't read everything. Um, when it originally came out, there were little clues in like uh, tour t-shirts or in the artwork for the album, um, little things to search in Google and websites to go to, and you get little pieces of the story. Um, and it's all been compiled at the, the nin.wiki, and that's where I've gotten my information. And I've chosen to just stick with stuff that applies to the songs. And while I won't be making a lot of connections to the songs tonight, I would let, I'm simply going to be talking about the world building when we talk as a group for the official Year Zero episode. Uh, I'm going to be making references like a motherfucker. For this bonus episode, though, I'm just going to be telling you the timeline, uh, the basic plot points, and major characters. And we'll connect those to songs. Okay, well, let's first let's wrap our head around the timeline they came up with, uh, a very in-depth timeline. Um, based on our years, Year Zero doesn't happen to 2022, but um, the storyline they picked up is very much based, at least starting where it starts is based in reality. George Bush is still president, and actual military actions that happen in real life also happen in their, their timeline. It does start to diver diverge when you get past the present of 2007, um, kind of like a... This is where our country could go, alternate, uh, alternate history. <clears throat> so between the years of 2006 and 2021, the years leading up to year zero, um, these are listed as negative years, starting, um, you know, negative 15, and then, you know, 2006, negative 15, you know, and then, then it, they, they count up to zero. Um, 
So what we see here is a slight exaggeration of where things were in 2006 in America. Uh, according to this timeline, in the year uh, 2000, negative 13, or the year negative 13, it's uh, 2009 in, in real time, the conflicts in the Middle East continue indefinitely. Uh, Bush leaves office, um, and uh, the war, there's always justifications for the war, uh, an increasing fear and terrorist attack. It's basically like post 9 11, uh, cranked up to 11, uh, if you will, or if you won't. Um, and then a major terrorist attack happens. Dirty bombs level LA and Anaheim. Um, they're blamed on terrorists, uh, and that fear is used to uh, mold society. New laws are put into place, civil rights are stripped. Uh, the government's telling the people it's for their protection, um, but they're becoming more controlling. Uh, and further war breaks out, and people, other countries, are blamed for doing the attack without any evidence. America's using that to justify uh, further conquest. Uh, free speech becomes uh, restricted. Anybody talking uh, bad about the government is either executed or detained. Um, and then the government starts putting parapin, a chemical, into public water. Uh, and they, they, they're telling them because it, the parapin helps humans build up a resistance to, to poison gas bombs, which are what the terrorists, the supposed terrorists are using. Um, parapin is an important concept in the show because really what it does is while it, do, it does... Uh, help uh, you become immune to some of these bombs. It also um, inhibits part of your brain, the fight-or-flight response. And in the storyline, once the water, people start ingesting it, um, their ability to stand up for themselves, their, uh, their ability to act aggressively about anything uh, becomes doled out. And just to make sure they're hitting everybody, uh, a new street drug um, called Opal hits the streets. It's... it's uh, something that you administer via an eyedropper, um, and it looks like it's identical to parapin. So even though people are using it on the streets, uh, it heavily implied that the government, uh, much like back in the 80s it, it, and CIA bringing cocaine over, uh, very much it looks like the government's also creating this drug epidemic um, to mind control the masses. <laughs> overseas wars going on, the 105th Airborne Division is created, um, which is a, you know, a arm of the army uh, that's very effective, and um, this further shows entwined with religion and government um, becoming entwined. They're, they're, they believe that, they're, that God is guiding their hands uh, to kill. Um, they believe they're doing God's work. And the 105th Airborne Division becomes uh, big. They're, they're like the elite uh, world-famous elite uh, soldiers <clears throat> in uh, what would be the year negative four uh, or uh, 2015 um, the last president is uh, impeached for treason it was a female president um, and now Congress are the only ones to, that are allowed to elect presidents which creates totalitarian control and people begin submitting a evangelical church called the Church of Plano uh, is fully embraced by the government and it becomes almost like a staple uh, required religion for everybody. 
which further promote the government's uh, desires in, um, in violence and, uh, and aggression and, uh, and really preaches to, you know, if you go against the government, you are going against God. So the, the separation of church and state is done for. Uh, more countries fall to war, more terrorist attacks happen, and more Americans' rights are stripped in the name of protection. features uh, governments from countries as well as corporations. Uh, and this happens, this begins year zero because when they join, they create a new universal calendar to further show that like, they are now controlling the world, this coalition. And it's at this point when year zero happens that um, the resistance starts showing itself. The, re the resistance, uh, there are many different forms of groups that are fighting against the government. Um, and their presence is mostly seen on various message boards, live journals, uh, very uh, apparently, uh, despite the authoritarian leadership, unlike our real world, they still had net neutrality <laughs> or something so they could, they could communicate this way. So one of the message boards that represents the resistance is one entitled Another Version of the Truth. And this is the, where the concept of revisionism comes in. Obviously, the victor writes history. And Another Version of the Truth is a group of resistance fighters that are dedicated to explaining how history really happened. And um, some of the historical figures that were labeled traitors and terrorists were actually uh, heroes speaking out against the government. And that's the purpose of this website. Uh, there's also a one called uh, Grace the Teacher Journal. And it's a collection of you know blog posts of a family that uh, the grandfather moved his entire family. When everything started going to shit, he moved his entire family out to the countryside where he had a well and they could drink uh, paraffin-free water. So uh, they are some of the few people in this America that don't, you know, become brainwashed. Um, and they live kind of a pure existence out there. A peaceful, pure existence. They're not actively fighting, they're more just surviving their own way, uh, away from the, the reach of the government. And finally, there is the other side of the resistance, and that's the Be the Hammer movement. And Be the Hammer um, is a more violent, uh, that basically resistance can't be successful without violence. You must fight violence with violence, and that's what Be the Hammer is all about. Uh, it seems like a lot of the people that post for Be the Hammer are ex-military. Uh, they have inside information about uh, what soldiers get, and especially in the 105th Airborne Division. They get uh, there's drugs that they can take which counteract their parapen and let them have temporary moments moments of aggression and violence um, before they return to their like anti-fight or flight mode. Um, one poster on Be the Hammer specifically is a character that's important to the album named Angry Sniper. That's his pen name. Uh, and it appears that 
he there was even a graphic novel uh, written at one point during the promotion of the album about them, um, kind of propaganda. <clears throat> and Angry Sniper uh, kind of watched, uh, returned from some of the like the Syrian wars that happened earlier in the storyline, and uh, was starting to f experience PTSD, um, and you know never really felt like he belonged in a war. Uh, but then after the terrorist attack, um, he joined in full, uh, feeling like he now had a new drive to, to fight, um, but eventually ended up realizing how wrong uh, their war was and then joined the resistance instead. As, uh, but Angry Sniper would go on to promote violent resistance, so much so that he'd go to baseball games shooting up people just to uh, show the government that the resistance is alive and willing to do pretty insane, uh, violent things. So he is the complete other side of that. Uh, and then the Resistance would meet in person sometimes, and there's a major event that happens in the storyline where the Starlight Nightclub is massacred by police, where gas, poison gas is released in there, knowing that a lot of these Resistance members are immune, are, are not taking parapin, and, um, and don't have that immunity. So, um, and they all get... Uh, they all get murdered inside uh, this, this, the massacre at Starlight is a major plot point in this uh, storyline. Some say it was a warning. Some say it was a sign. I was standing right there when it came down from the sky. until now, Year Zero, the storyline has been a pretty straightforward dystopian story about a totalitarian government, what it takes to resist that, and the, the tough decisions that have to be made. But then, when the presence arrives, a wrench gets thrown in that and it becomes some crazy sci-fi stuff. The presence is uh, a hand that reaches down from the clouds, not unlike referenced in the song The Wretched, um, and... Uh, you know, it happens one day, it happens two months into year zero, so like February, year zero. Uh, it comes down, uh, basically, uh, as it says in the song, the warning, basically gives a warning and says, you know, uh, we will cleanse your planet if you don't get your shit together. Um, and, and then leaves. So, but before the presence showed up, where everybody saw it, shows up uh, above Washington, D.C., um, it, it made brief appearances before that. People began seeing it a little bit. The 105th Airborne saw it um, from the roof of a building during a, a battle they were fighting. Um, some members of the resistance claimed they could see the hand, this is and this is before that February date. They would see it randomly, and, and some were high on opal, some were completely sober and were and resistance members that were free of parapin. So uh, calling it a hallucination, um, there wasn't really the data to back that up. And then one very important character, um, and he would be go on to be known as John of Boston, um, kind of a prophet character, a martyr too. Uh, he saw the, the presence when he was driving in the car with his daughter, um, got in a car accident. And um, ever since then, he walked around saying that he was the vessel of truth, that he could speak and see for the presence, for these, these aliens, if that's what they are, these gods or whatever they are. And said that 
And this, is, uh, and this is before the warning ever happened. He said that they are going to bring a baptism of blood. Um, and he would do these sermons on street corners, basically trying to warn people before the actual warning. Um, but he was locked up in a prison. And they opened an entire prison for people that talked about the presence too much. Um, and that's where he went um, and became a kind of a, a folk hero for the resistance. Despite um, the early visions, the early sights of the presence and John of Boston's prophesizing, the presence finally makes itself known officially to the world uh, two months into year zero when it shows up above Washington, D.C., the White House, and gives the warning, you know, basically sh uh, shape up or ship out. We will obliterate you if you can't find out how to be a successful, sustainable society. And how do the people react to that? Well, we'll talk about more how the songs describe it, but the, in the, the official storyline, the Church of Plano, uh, Plano, Plano, they um, create what's known as the Neighborhood Cleansing Project, where they basically promote their members, uh, their, their churchgoers, to turn in their neighbors for treason, to commit violence against people that don't fit in, people of different colors, skins, people of different ideologies, uh, because if they're going to appease God and they believe that presence is God, that they, that they believe the weakest links are these people that don't fit into their church, and these are the ones that need to get killed. And at this point, this church is essentially the official church of America. The government's adopted them, these evangelicals. Uh, so, And then on the other side, the resistance increases the intensity of their violence. Um, so that's how people are reacting to that. And, and obviously, when we talk about the album and the songs, we'll see how that works out for, for human beings. So that's it. If you find that interesting, there's a lot more to read online. Um, they really went all out in world building here um, and creating a, a, a tapestry that, uh, that even though they're telling this story with these characters, um, they, you know, it's also very personal songs to Trent as far as uh, fears about the government and, and, and addiction and basically going with the herd and not fighting back. Um, and it all kind of works together, and the more you dig into the story, the more references you can hear in the songs, and, and it's, it's fun that way. So thanks for listening. I hope uh, this gives you a little bit more understanding of the story they were trying to tell. And, you know, maybe it'll make you appreciate the album a little bit more uh, when you listen to it, which will be our next episode as Eric, Steve, and Mark, and a very special guest, get together and discuss the year zero years. The years zero, if you will. Thank <laughs> you.